Does your no stick? Whether in the bedroom or boardroom, do you hold true to your no when the pressure is on? Welcome to Holy Fuck. Holy Fuck. Holy Fuck. Two gals on the prowl for enlightenment, sex, and all things holy. Holy Fuck. Each week, beauty alchemist and transformational coach and speaker, Catherine McClellan, and spiritual healer and life coach, Krista Kim, discuss navigating spiritual consciousness in a real human body. Stumbling through dating, relationships, and everyday life, all while maintaining a fucking sense of humor. Hey, Krista. Hey, Catherine. How's it going? Great. How are you today? I'm doing well. What's cooking on your side of Ohio? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, about four streets over. We got a lot of different stuff happening over here. Uh, yeah, so what's cooking in my week has been interesting. Um, a friend of mine happened to call just when I was in a little bit of a spot yesterday. And you know how it is when your friend calls and you don't really know what's going on, but as soon as you hear your their voice, you're kind of like, ah, and sort of all comes tumbling out. Like that. Wait, tumbling out of them or tumbling out of you? Tumbling out of me. Tumbling out of me. <laughs> and what, would, what was doing cartwheels out of you? What was doing cartwheels? Well, I couldn't figure out actually what was doing cartwheels. I just had this general sense of like, eh, kind of cranky. Nothing's quite right. My life doesn't fit. Like that kind mm. of weird feeling that really... Discomfort. Yeah, but it, and it wasn't any... Like I couldn't put my finger on it and say, oh, it's this thing. It's just like everything in my life feels uncomfortable really distinctly uncomfortable or or maybe it's just my life felt uncomfortable I felt uncomfortable it was all those things at once but I couldn't put my finger on what was going on so she called of course randomly right we know I have Mm -hmm. air quotes going (laughs) and um so we started this sort of conversation and without much prompting it came pouring out and what it was was this frustration about trying to create what I want, like some boundaries in my life to take care of myself, not mm-hmm. boundaries to have other people stop doing whatever. It was that I need some self-care. And so in every part, literally from every part of my life was a moment where I was saying no to something. And the person was like, okay, and then proceeded to do something that was completely opposite or at least went around the thing that I was saying was a no. So, you know, if I said no to Friday and Saturday, the person said, well, how about Friday morning? (laughs) (laughs) You're like, hello, are you listening to me? (laughs) And then I would notice that because I was wanting to connect with this person, it was I was really having a hard time saying, I I just said no to Friday and Saturday. And and then the other person said something like, Well, but I'm saying I really need you to do this <laughs> on Friday. And it was one of those moments where I just realized I just caved. I was like, okay. But it's so shocking when that happens because it's like you're, you feel like you're being so clear. Like you, you know, especially you've been talking a lot it. about like speaking up for ourselves. And so you finally do it. And you're like, oh, this is what I need. And this is what I can do. And the person goes, okay, yeah, no. 
<laughs> and then just like steamrolls and does their own thing. You know, right. and it's, it's like shocking. You're like, how do I even respond to that? Do I say, okay, like what you were talking about doing? Or do you like bring it up in the moment of like, hey, you're totally disregarding my no? <laughs> Did you not hear me say no to Friday and Saturday? But then I, I do bump up against that feeling of the person is telling me what they need. Like, I really need you to do a Friday morning. And I'm like, but I really can't do a Friday morning. And so that it gets into that tricky spot. And people pleasing. Oh, tricky spot of people pleasing (laughs) slash sacrificing. Mm -hmm. And then I notice that this is clearly an edge for me at this moment, because the edge is not saying no. For me, the edge is not saying, hey, I can't do that on Friday and Saturday. The edge is when the person comes back. And says, well, I really think that Friday is the best day, even though I've already said no. And then somehow I'm going to cave. I cave. And and what's funny about that, Krista, is what you were talking about before, like this distinction we made. When it's someone that you have gray area with or you want to be in relationship with or partnership with. Or business. Or business. What? business partnership or personal partnership, whatever, it's trickier because if it's really someone that you're kind of done with, say, no, 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 no. (laughs) (laughs) Say, um, I don't know, Mr. Um, hmm, Rico Suave. Uh, Did he get a Mr. before his name? (laughs) Um, You know, maybe, maybe. Yeah, because that's, that's interesting because, um, you know, I, I would say with the man who doesn't deserve a name, and I think that's what his name got. To be oh, it was not deserve you know? a name. Wow. Okay. <laughs> oh, I can't remember what we called him, but, you know, it was like this one relationship. And then, yeah, and then there was Rico Suave there. You know, both of those relationships I've said no to firmly. And I noticed with both of those men, they've been t- like, they continuously reach out you know, uh, every couple months. And it's like, my answer's still no. And even if they're reaching out as kind of in a friendly way, like, hey, just checking in, it's kind of like, no, yeah, no, you don't even need to do that. Like, it's such a no, like, don't even bother checking in. But I've noticed that the old me would have just kept trying to people please and like indulged in their conversation and tried to make them feel nice for reaching out to me. And now it's just like, no, but I keep getting tested. It's like the universe keeps going like, are you sure it's still a no? And I'm like, yeah, it's still a no. So I'm just like wondering how long am I going to have to continue saying no before they stop interacting with me? Well, it's interesting that you say that because one of the things that Alison uh, has taught me, Alison Armstrong, that is, is that you sometimes have to up the pressure inside mm. you that you're bringing. Now, it's not about getting in someone's face. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about like that pressure inside you that says no, like how strong is it? (laughs) And as we're preparing for our podcast today, one of the things came up is, is my no really solid? And is this just the way of the universe saying, are you really going to take care of yourself? And because we noticed it was happening all over my life in this one arena, so No problem saying no to something I really don't want. Mm -hmm. No problem saying no to someone I really don't want. But when the no is to someone that I'm trying to preserve some kind of relationship partnership with, Mm -hmm. 
how fast it deteriorates, like how many times, because have you guys ever noticed that some people will ask you like 10 times for the thing you're saying? No, nope, I really can't do that. Nope, I really can't do that. You just have to keep saying no. But I think you said something important. You were talking about make the tone or how how clear is your no. Right. So I'm wondering if there's something in because we're, you know, women are people pleasers by nature. If even in the beginning stages of us learning to say no, we still do it with such a sweetness that it can still get steamrolled over. And I'm wondering where the line is of like, how can we say a strong enough no that the person gets that it's a no, but do it in a way that isn't, you know, steamrolling ourselves or, um, you know, forceful or comes off like an angry bitch. Like how is, is there a way to do it still delicately enough, but with enough power behind it that they go, oh yeah, she's serious when she says no. Yeah. I like that question, Krista, because what I was saying Allison had talked about was this thing called pressure. And it's not pressure like you're pressuring them. It has nothing to do with anybody else. It is from you. And so it's like, can you stand in your power is a place to say it from. Do you say no? Like, I really mean no in a very clear and strong way. Or are you saying no from no, I really hope you're going to just take my no because I really don't want to have to say this again. <laughs> like, and I'm a little worried you're going to be mad at me. So I'm like, no, I really know, you know. So the idea that Allison was teaching was this idea where we stand in the center of ourselves and we come from that place with a deeper sense of self-commitment. Mm-hmm. So that's what the pressure is. It's coming from inside us like, actually, I said no. Because if our if our boundary was so strong, we wouldn't, I don't think the outside pressure would push on us. You know what I mean? Right. It's when, we, when we're saying it out of people pleasing or trying to preserve the relationship or not come across as a bitch that we, you know, are, the boundary is like a soft boundary, right? So then the pressure from the outside, the pressure meaning their needs or desires or whatever they're wanting from us, it pushes into our soft boundary and then we take on that energy in it and then we end up wobbling in the no and the pressure gets too much so we go well maybe okay yes (laughs) right okay I'll do it on Friday morning and then right and then you know so it's a really good thing to watch because sometimes some of us can say two or three times no 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 thank you no you know, how about the guy on the street or in the subway is handing you a leaflet? And you're like, no, no, no. Right. And like, there's right. a moment when you can feel the energy change inside you where you're like, get out of my face. And that's someone that you have no desire to keep a relationship with. So it becomes easy to throw your hand up and be like, get out of my face or stop getting in my space. You know, even you if you're that. trying to be nice about it, you can exactly. get that energy more quickly. Now, right. if it's your boss or your business partner or your um, CEO, or your best friend, or your lover, and you're trying to have a no. Now, we're not just talking about sex, because I know we do a lot, but that's not what we're talking about here. It is part of the conversation, because most women have at one time or another given in their no sexually. We just know it happens, because we do it everywhere. So there's a saying, right, in the landmark education field, and certainly it's said other places, whatever you do in one part of your life is whatever you do everywhere. Mm -hmm. So when we're looking at our self-empowerment 
and we're thinking about, does my nail really stick? <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like, so this week, I let go of my no in about five places in my life. And <laughs> I couldn't figure out why I felt crappy. I couldn't figure out why I didn't feel like, wow, I feel really alive and so loving and so powerful. I felt like somebody's doormat. and Because you would give in power away, right? That's a absolutely. power leakage. It's mm-hmm. a power leakage. And you can kind of think about it like you, when you were talking about pressure against the wall. Like if you have a wall, a seawall, that's a really good seawall, you can have a hurricane and that seawall is still going to say, nope, the water's not coming here. Right. Right. If you're not a seawall and you're a little <laughs> permeable or perhaps you're made of sand and or the rocks are more loosely put together when that wave hits because the wave is coming, I think... Actually, Kristen, that's what I wanted to say is people don't actually hear you the first time that you're serious because we all want to get our needs met first. So when I say no, lots and lots of times, whether it's the universe or anyone else, what the person's going to hear is, hmm, how am I going to get them to give me what I want? Because they're saying no. But see, if your boundary is really solid, and you like when they ask something of you, then boundary is so solid. It's like an echo. It goes back to them with like, nope, that was a no. Because it's hitting your solid foundation, the no, and it's going back to them and they receive it as a no. When we're smushy and permeable and their request comes at us and it halfway sinks in and halfway says no, then it's like it doesn't have the force energetically back at them for them to receive it as a clear no. They receive it as a a maybe, yeah. which means there's opportunity for them to still get their way. Exactly. Well, how about Friday morning? <laughs> <You know? laughs> it's like, so let's be clear. You said not Wednesday, not Friday, and they booked it or scheduled or whatever happened on Friday. Yeah. And it was just like, so then that happens. And then how do you feel about yourself? Well, that's the thing, right? And And there's one other thing I want to bring up about this because it's interesting and it's around being somewhat permeable. But in this first instance, we're going to stick with the the solid no. Mm-hmm. And it's so right here in the no is this, am I worth sacrifice? Like, should I sacrifice myself for this? Whatever mm-hmm. it is, because you wouldn't have said no. And, and you can also check this on yourself. Are you saying no to things that you really aren't serious about. You just don't feel like it. So when someone presses a little bit, you're like, you know what? I really can do that. So I'm not going to be a bitch. So be careful about using your no that way. But when you really have a good reason, Friday doesn't work for me. And then the person comes back and says Friday morning. And then you say, yes, you've now told yourself that what you need is less important than what someone else needs. Right. And now when you do that five times in five areas of your life, it's not going to be, it's not, well, you could make a choice to be mad at everyone in your life. And you could say, (laughs) I have the biggest bunch of users in my life. Uh Everyone in my life does this and does and create a lot of drama. Or you could say, who's the one person that Mm -hmm. actually is in all these situations? And why don't I think that my needs are as important as others. 
in situations where in, in the, in my life, these, every situation, one was to travel, one was to care for someone else. One was to give something that I wasn't sure I really wanted to give, obviously. And in every single one, I was actually over giving by the time I said yes. So it was giving appropriately, like, I will come help you. Mm-hmm. And then I said, not Friday and not Saturday, right? And then the person said, Friday morning. And now I'm helping and I'm helping in a time that doesn't work for me. So now I'm giving double. You know, these- so what is it underneath, though? Like, why do you believe that's happening to you? Right. So that's the big question, right? So, right. so. Why is it happening is somewhere inside me has begun to told, tell a story. And what's the story? And the story is something like, I don't really need that. Or I don't need to take care of myself as exquisitely as I'm trying to take care of myself. Or I don't deserve this much care. Or they need it. Poor things I'll give them because their situation is so much more serious than mine. Or, you know, if we just slip into the sexual arena here, you know, men need sex or my It's a justification. You're justifying somehow. Yeah, you're, but we, the bottom line is we're telling ourselves we're not as valuable as the other person. Mm -hmm. Like somehow, even though I'm willing to give something to you, it's only valuable if I give it and then give myself. And that's what we're doing. That's the difference. The first thing is I'm giving something that I want to give. The second was I'm giving something I want to give. Plus, I'm giving myself now because I'm probably going to resent you on Friday morning mm-hmm. when I really For don't sure. have the time to do this. And now sure. I'm destroying our partnership or relationship also. Right. So I am now the perpetrator around which this partnership can't, re- it can't continue to grow. Because so I'm then not what's willing. the solution? So like, you know, not that we're going to go back and regret how this all happened, because obviously it's all happening perfectly, divinely planned for you and your healing. So not going back into regret, what could you have done differently that you think would have given you a different outcome with this? Well, it really is the moment of choice so you make the first choice, right? And now you're like, oh, I'm off the hook. I don't have to make the uncomfortable choice again. And then the person presents you with choice two, which is, are you sure? Something about the way I just said it the first time didn't make them sound, didn't make it sound like I was clear that I was sure. So then when we're trying to say no to someone, because here's what I find interesting, you know, there's this big concept of like, no means no, you don't have to justify why. You don't have to give reasons why it's a no, right? That's in theory what we say. But so, for instance, when this person says, well, can you do it on these days? And you go, you know, no. Or you say, I can't do it on these two days. That should be enough. But there's this moment of like, did they need to know exactly why you couldn't do it so that they could really hear your no? Like, no, I can't do it on that day and that day because I have a full day of clients. Well, see, I I actually think that that's an interesting point you're bringing up, Krista, because I think we can provide that for people if we want to. And Mm -hmm. I think that we can invite them into understanding. But I Mm -hmm. don't actually think it's our job. No, it's not. That's what I'm confused because yeah. like, what could, when I say, what could you have done differently? I'm like actually perplexed by what you could have done differently without having to justify yourself well, and I, why it's a no. 
I think what it was is there was, there is in me clearly now five situations have <laughs> proved it to me <laughs> that inside me, there is a moment of choice that when I say I can't do that Friday or Saturday, there's a wobble in it. It's not solid. So the other person presses against it because so they they don't know they're doing this. It's not like they're out to get you, but it's really like, are you sure? Then what's your wobble? What was not sure within you when you said no? In And this is what I had to finally admit to myself, which I was sort of frustrated about still grappling with. Maybe some of you (laughs) will know that is that I was not thinking that I was not holding for myself the way I would hold for someone else. I was willing to let my need that I, I have too many clients on Friday and Saturday to actually do a good job for them or for you. Mm -hmm. So then I don't want to do it that day. But I was sort of like, but I, she's going to be mad and and she really wants me and there's a good reason. Like she's wheedling me with reasons mm-hmm. that that's supposed, it's sort of manipulative and coercive. Like, let me tell you all my reasons so you'll understand. So then you'll change your mind. And that actually does work on me apparently. <laughs> so I really recognize. Oh, I'm so good to know that about you. I know, now right? I can get my way all the you time. You can get your way all the time. <laughs> so now I'm like, oh, so let's see. This means I'm willing to make you more important than me. And I'm willing to do it across my life. And the consequence of that is not that on Friday morning, I'm going to do something I actually didn't really want to do on Friday morning or that someone is going to have me do something that I particularly didn't want to do a certain way or, you know, it's not, those aren't the consequences. The consequence is my whole entire life is going to start to shut down because I keep telling myself I'm not valuable enough. So mm-hmm. it's going to generalize those the way we tell ourselves that stuff actually matters. So when I say, no, I really can't do Friday or Saturday, and the person comes back and says, Friday morning? And I say, no, I can't really do Friday or Saturday. And then I, then they say it again, or they do something else, and I say, I can't do Friday or Saturday. Like you feel the pressure that's starting to make more sense, and then they're going to stop asking, or I'm going to say, we're complete here come up with another solution. Like I'm going to end it or they're going to end it because the energy is no longer leaving space for the sort of coercive, manipulative, this would work better for me if kinds of things, right? And then there's the backside of that. There's the person who's trying to get the yes out of you of like, why do we do that? So then if we really want to look into Mm. healing this pattern, it's like, when are the times where you've done that behavior to someone else where you wanted something to happen at a certain time and they were saying no, and then you pushed on their permeable surface (laughs) and got got your way. But you probably know on the back end of it, it created resentment on their part. And then it felt shitty to you eventually. It might've felt good initially to get your, you know, the yes, but it always comes, you know, with anger or bitterness or whatever on the back end of it. So we have to, when we're looking at these patterns of why, why am I keep finding myself in these situations? And it's like, okay, well, how am I doing that pattern? How am I pushing on someone's no to get my 
needs met or manipulating them into, you know, my corner, my way. Well, here's my, one of my most interesting awarenesses was that in the moment of the second request, I was manipulating myself. Ooh, tell me more. So this person would come to me and say, look, we're going to use Friday morning for this whole podcast, apparently. But the person <laughs> came to me and said Friday morning. And I said to myself, oh, come on, just you don't need you. You have an extra hour on Friday. You just get up a little bit earlier and get your workout in and then squeeze them in between nine and ten. And then you can get to your clients and everything will be fine. Mm hmm. I did that to myself, which made my no no longer possible because it wasn't strong. Because I already, I just told, I just made up the whole story about why I didn't need to hold that boundary. I told it to myself, and then I had no strength. And so I was like, "All right, you know what? I'll just do it." But they weren't doing it to me. I was doing it. They may have initiated the conversation out of some desire to see if they pushed a little harder if I would give in which is sort of a human ego quality, which we'd like to stop doing. But the truth is nobody can do that to me without my agreement. Right. But this so, is also in that sacrifice territory too, where we is. go, you know, both, we want both people to win, right? So that's why it's like important to really look at the ways we are trying to get our needs met and push up against people because when we do that to other people, we, we lose as well in some we way. So it's lose. like, yeah. you know, when you're working with this person to find the date of whatever you're scheduling together, it's like, I'm wondering if in the way you said no was like, I can't do this and this. Can you give me a time on this day that will work for you? And then they get to come back and say, well, I can't do that date because that doesn't work for me, but I can do this. Day. You know, it, like we talk about this all the time in relationship negotiations where we're trying right. to find a way in which everybody gets their needs met. And I'm wondering if you and her were in this battle of wills in a way, because obviously she's struggling with the same thing, right? There's no, I, there's no right. way that she's not, you know, you guys have dovetailing patterns together. So right. she, maybe she has a pattern of not getting her, you know, no heard. And so the, she's using this opportunity to be like, I will get my way. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we all do this. And that's what yeah. I think why, why we're even talking about it. And it is interesting because so women instinctually, we are wired to please because as the physically weaker sex, we are pretty clear that, you know, pleasing is sometimes a really important thing to do instinctually for survival. But it's mm -hmm. not good because what we're really trying to live outside of, or I should say we're trying to live into living beyond survival and living into our divine lives and our divine selves. And I can't make myself a strong and holy, sacred being by giving myself up all the time to people who have an agenda. There's no way. Mm -hmm. I'm the one that has to affirm who I am. So in a business relationship, I can't let someone take something in a negotiation that leaves me in a place of, um, what is it, in, in a place of lack. And if I right. do let them, that will no longer be the same partnership. You can feel it in the room. Everything is going to be from now on. I'm playing down and you're playing up. You just well, you've won. lost your power. I've lost. And my you power. gave it to them. They didn't take it from you. You exactly. gave it to them. They said, right. this is what I'm going to give you. 
So what I'm doing is going back and correcting all these things, right? As much as I can. And I noticed the first thing that happened was as I, there's one or two that I can fix and one or two that I can't. But just taking the power back to realize I'm the one who did it to myself. I was manipulating myself to fix this for other people so that I could look like I was cooperating, but I wasn't collaborating. I wasn't co-creating. I was using myself as the place to pull the plug out. Don't worry, you can martyr me. Anybody else ever had that? (laughs) Mothers or you know, caretakers or anybody else in the world, right? So, And it's snowballing, right? It's just snowballing on you. It is. It is. And every place now, I'm looking at the same thing. How did this happen? You know, two weeks ago, this wasn't happening. And so it's possible that it started with some loss of confidence inside me that had nothing to do with all these conversations. But as they came in, this is my, like, barometer. Oh, look. In these last five conversations, I did not hold for myself. Mm. Oh, and then, you know, um, Katie Hendricks and her work will often say, what happened just before? So we're not conscious that something happened, but something happened that I took a little self-esteem hit. Like, oh, I don't feel as powerful as I was feeling in this situation And then the next thing I know, I'm sacrificing myself because I think that's the way to get my power back. Like, oh, well, I'll still be friends or I'll still be in relationship or I'll still be in this partnership, this business partnership. Right. So now you're, it's like you have to go on this journey of proving to yourself that you're worthy and important and your needs are important, like valuable. Yeah. So this is really interesting because I'm not going to change the one thing, obviously, because it's already scheduled and gone and done. But there is a very big business conversation that I'm in mm-hmm. that this is, I, and have you ever noticed it's like it starts little and then it grows? In new relationship, everyone's trying to go like, does this work for you? Does this work for me? And so everybody's pushing up against everyone's edges, right? The minute somebody gives in, the other person goes, ooh, okay, that's a soft edge for them. I can get my way. And then it just, it grows from there. I and totally agree. And what happens is that, The two things are that you're going to lose the partnership either way. Mm -hmm. One way you're going to leave or you're going to walk away if it doesn't, if the other person won't stop manipulating for their position, you're just going to finally say, this doesn't work for me. I'm sorry. The other way is you're going to lose yourself. You're going to stay in the position. And that is worse Mm -hmm. because now you're going to, build a lifetime of martyrdom with this person <laughs> who is now very clear they can get their way with you. Not their And now fault. spirit has to bring you another person <laughs> to teach you the lesson. <laughs> or you just get to suck it up for a while until you say, I can't take it anymore. And you speak your truth and walk out of the office one day, right? And then, right. but you've had to live in that, in that place without this deep level of self-respect. Is the job worth it? when the person will take advantage of you? Is the relationship worth it when the person takes advantage of you? It isn't. But that's a good point. When they take advantage of you, right? And it's like, they didn't take advantage of you. You gave gave them the advantage. And then later, five years later, that person was so abusive or they controlled my workspace or whatever it is. And it's like, no, honey, like we do that to ourselves. We allow it to happen. And they're just 
celebrating each time that they get their way. Why not, right? <laughs> They're Why not? happy. I, should They're they like, be blamed? What do you mean? What do you mean you're unhappy in the relationship? And it's like, they're like, I'm doing great. And it's like, yeah, because, you know, you get yeses all the time. Yeah, exactly. So the, the, the most, I think, um, humbling part of this whole thing is mm-hmm. that we're doing it to ourselves. I did that to myself. I gave up Friday morning. I gave up what was an important negotiation because I cared more about, oh, maybe this company will work. This business plan will work instead of this business plan is never going to work for me. Exactly. And that we, and that's where this, and that's what they need to know. They need to say like, as a way of like you even like, if you find yourself in that situation where you agreed to something that you're wishing now that you would agree to, it's your moment to go back and say, I've really realized that this, relationship is not going to work and there's already a crack because I just noticed I gave myself, I gave in on this and I can't do that or we've already failed at business. So can we bring it back three steps and come up with another way that makes both of us happy? Like, don't be afraid to go and undo the situation once you find yourself in it or feel like it's hopeless. It's true. And there are some things that sometimes we have to just eat because they're happening too quickly and we made the decision and it probably wasn't earth shaking. Of course, if it's earth shattering, you just stop all motion and you say absolutely not. But, you know, this or that now and then it's like, oh, okay, I'm going to suck that one up because that was a learning lesson. And when I do it, I'm not going to be resentful. I'm going to be grateful that the person showed me that I'm willing to give myself up for just even the tiniest bit of pressure. Yeah. But where am I going to learn never to do that again? Because, and this, Krista, this is where faith and trust comes in. Because we know the universe works in our highest favor for our highest good. So if I'm telling myself I'm not worthy to care for myself in the way that works for me, then I might as well just be telling the universe, I don't believe any of that shit. I don't think that, I don't believe you're going to care for me. I don't believe anyone's, because when you hold for yourself, the next opportunity meets you where you are. I think that's why people get confused. They get confused in the indecision because they go, oh, you know, was that supposed to happen to me? Because it obviously happened, so it was supposed to. So we have that way of thinking in spiritual, in the spiritual realm. And then we have the, oh, but where's my, oh, that's my healing because I got hurt or got my feelings hurt or didn't get my way. So I need to look into why I'm healing. So it's like both of those things have to kind of be operating at the same time where we, you know, go, okay, yes, that's an opportunity for me to heal so I can not continue to have those situations and really be at peace with, I'm actually okay that the appointment now is on Friday because that's the way it's happening and I'm surrendered to it and spirit must have a plan. So it's like both things have to come together. And it was for my learning. Like I actually appreciate that the other person did that because I couldn't tell what was bothering me in my life and I needed five. I, you know, two didn't work, three didn't work, four didn't work. I needed five to finally wake me up to go, you are giving your life away. And it's about to happen in a bigger business situation. So this right. is what's interesting. It's like, you know, one of the things happening is in the personal level. So your the stakes aren't as high. 
but it's preparing you for this, oh shit, I'm going to this business negotiation. I'm about to do the same thing. And now there's financial repercussions and contracts and a bigger, you know, the stakes are higher. So it's kind of, when we say, oh, this is happening for me, it's like, that's the way it's happening for you. It's having you have a little hiccup when the stakes are low and the, the outcome is, you know, is manageable as opposed to having it happen on something really big where it's like, oh man, that sucks. <laughs> yeah. And, and what sucks is how your life is going to be if you make a choice that doesn't honor yourself. And that's what started to happen was now that it was five things and some of them admittedly are not very big, but it doesn't matter the lesson that you're giving yourself is, I'm not important. I'm not important. I'm not as important. And, oh, that doesn't matter. And, oh, that's enough for me. Other people can get six times as much as I have, but that's fine. All mm-hmm. those messages begin to tell us, oh, I'm not that valuable. And that's not the message. The message of spirit is each, every single one of us are as, as valuable as the other. There is no negotiating with that. Now, that doesn't mean I have to have the exact same thing as everybody because that's not, I don't need the same thing. I, my needs are within me. I'm like, oh, I need that. Someone else might need this. So what we're suggesting is that first, you know what you need because that's where that no came from in the beginning. Right. Mm -hmm. And then you land back in it and say, okay, was my heard no. You know, I think that's a good indicator. It's like, how how well is your no skill? It's like, how many times are you having to say it before it's heard? I think right. it's a really good indicator on how clear you're being and and whether, because we're kind of, we're just bringing awareness to like, are, your, are you being permeable or are you the wall? And a loving wall, it doesn't have to be a, a mean wall, right? It's like, right. and maybe. And maybe this is that thing, Krista, where there's a time, the season for everything. There mm-hmm. is time to be permeable. There is time yes. for discussion, which we all know. But women do not have a problem with being permeable. It's the times <laughs> it's when the we other. really know that we have a no and we won't hold it. Yeah. And, so and we're asking everybody it. to just tune in to like the, the nuances of the no. Right. And... Why would you give up your no once you said no? What circumstances do that to you? What are you Mm -hmm. bargaining away yourself for? And if it really is something you don't care about, you look at your schedule and you're like, oh, actually, I do have time on Friday. I'm sorry. Yes, Friday morning works. Okay. But you know better when you know better, right? And, right. And is, sometimes you're just holding a line to hold a line and other to, to prove a point. And maybe. other times, you know, you just didn't realize, oh, I could actually switch that here and that's okay. Right. But we're asking you to pay most attention to the thing that says no, means no, and we still give it up. And that's giving yourself dangerous up. Dangerous territory. Yeah. It's, it's dangerous territory and you will not feel great about yourself when you do it. So we're inviting you to have a little stronger, clearer, more no. depth in your no. <laughs> Not in your no. And that's, hey, and actually in saying a nice, clear no, you are actually getting better at spreading the love, right? Because when your no is clear and comes from a loving place, then it doesn't come with the resentment and the sliding into yes later and creating hurt on the back end. So it's actually more loving to get really good at having a strong no with love. 
Exactly. Exactly. So, so on that note, on that note, we should sing. No. <laughs> well, I thought we were going to sing. Spread the love. Oh, we can sing that too. Spread the love. 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 Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all. We love you. <laughs>